poppin', everybody? This is your main man, Chuck Livingston, reporting live tonight from Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm joined in person in the studio from the Jim Cheney Fan Club, Logan Livingston. Logan, tell him what's up. I'm going to kill myself. And we're also joined, as always, by our main man, CY, Colby Yarbrough. Colby, what's the deal? Um, wow, I don't know what to say. Just another tough loss. It's uh, That's sort of been the theme for the last year and a half. Really, it's two against Mississippi State in that time. Pretty frustrating. Kind of hang your head a little bit. Uh, yeah, you know, the weird thing is tonight, I'm not sure that I ever thought that we were going to lose until they that busted coverage. And even then, we drove down, got stuffed on a fourth down. Um, and just imagine what all has to conspire to go against you to lose that game. Uh, Colby, what did you think? Yeah, it was about the same. It was, it was kind of the first time this year that Arkansas was actually – face adversity and came back something positive okay i know of course it ended up in interception but they got behind they came up with a big stop and i mean just wasn't able to finish it's like they're they just cannot get over that hump yeah i um you know i felt like you know we got the ball back with a couple minutes to go um we hit some pretty clutch passes there hunter henry helping out a lot um i really felt like there was kind of like destiny at that point then we get inside the 20 and throw that pick um Pretty devastating because I felt like, like you said, we hadn't really responded. Like, like with a couple of minutes left with the ball in our hands, I never really expected us to score. But after those two big plays, I really felt like we were going to do it. And of course, we throw the pick, and now you know here we are talking about we should have we, we had every chance to win, and we just couldn't do it. Just like we had every chance to win against Bama and A and M, just couldn't do it. Well, like I was uh, the guys watching with, we were already talking about, hey, if we do score here, do we go for two? And I mean, we had the same conversation. Yeah, we had the same yeah. conversation. I think there's no way you don't go for two. I mean, yeah, that's I what we were saying. I mean, I, I don't mean, think we're not going to win in overtime. I don't think so. You're going to win or lose with the ball in your hands. See what happens. Exactly. And I feel like from three yards out, with a chance to win the game, Dak's a little wobbly. You got to think that we're not going to blow another coverage for seventy yards. I mean, I, I certainly would have thought that. Well, uh, I was wrong once, but with three yards to go, though, we're definitely going to do a sweep. So let's go ahead and get ready for that one. <laughs> Which is really the bigger problem. Um, you know, I've, I've sort of been a critic of our passing game all year, and it's easy to criticize. Uh, but tonight, you know, here's the thing: it's it's one thing to criticize your players, but we're not being put into a position to succeed either. Tonight, B.A., Logan, what did you say the total was? 43 pass, 31 rush? Yeah, it was like 40, 43 or 44 passing and then like 35. 38 rushes. 38 rushes. That's, 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 so. that's counting two or three by B.A. that I don't think we're playing B.A. rushes. So yeah, That's a game that Arkansas led most of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, got down late, obviously had to throw it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand <laughs> why I'm laughing. I don't Sometimes understand. you just got to laugh, Chuck. It's rough out there. I can't believe I haven't bought a gun yet for myself. <laughs> Why? Like what? The, the, those two play calls inside the five, the, the toss sweep and the uh, what was the? Th- I don't even remember the fourth down call. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was a, no, it was a shotgun call. Shotgun, oh, yeah. it was a draw play from the shotgun. Alex Collins. We're Alex Arkansas. Down. We're a power team. We got a big offensive line. I'm going to drop my quarterback five yards behind the line of scrimmage, three yards away from scoring a touchdown. Yeah, here's my thing. You got three yards. I think your offensive line can get you three yards with two shots. Just a yard and a half each play. Yeah, I think. Why they did they not go the back to the quarterback sneak? They got oh, like three God, or four yards I earlier. Look, I mean, I'll do anything besides the sweep and the draw from the shotgun there. Like I know we're all about the, the draw from the shotgun every now and again. Like <laughs> Cheney learned it. He decided he's going to do it like every every freaking time. Like it's like he figured something out. He's like, oh wait, we can do the draw from the shotgun. Let's do it every time. Like I understand trying to fool the defensive stuff and keeping them honest, but right there, that's not the, that's not the call you want. You want oh, you want to line it up. You got your offensive line out there. Alex 
Collins is averaging, I think, four or five yards a carry. Give I think team. seven. Seven, honestly. really? I think I don't know. So. The, I don't got the stats up right now, but he was averaging in between like five and seven, I think. So okay, I, I was I was wrong. Five point eight. Five point eight. So yeah, attempt nine three yards. I mean, that's pretty good. So you line that guy up behind his line and let him run two straight times. I think we get that three yards. Just I mean, just statistically, I think that's what happens. Um, but I've got a new I've got a new theory about Jim Chaney, and I have a new one every week. It seems like. I think Cheney thinks football is like darts, and when you're down to seven point, you have to have seven exactly, or you lose the game. So I feel like he was thinking we have to hit three exactly, and that's it. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Like you've got two running backs that are good. I know Jay Will's gimped out a little bit, mm-hmm. but you got Collins who's hitting hard. Colby said it. The, the 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 quarterback sneak was good for three or four yards. I'm not saying they would have expected or they wouldn't have, but in that situation. Just do a quick hitter. Instead, he goes the opposite way. He takes the quarterback instead of putting him under center five yards deep in the shotgun, like we're the freaking New York Jets. Yeah, I mean, what what does that say to you about your offensive line? To, to your offensive line, where hey, we can't get we can't get three yards on two tries. And that's the that, that's debatably our best unit on the team too. Yeah, and uh, he obviously shows no trust in that and wants to go from the shotgun running the ball. I don't know. It's just that 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 series really killed me. Like I know we had a shot to win after that. But that series right there, we had to go three yards, and we just totally butchered the play calling there. Um, I can't really blame Chaney on the second, uh, you know, problem there, but it yeah, is what it is. My, that's probably my only. Uh, you know, I thought the play calling has been better, and it's been in a while, but um, that that still second bad. last possession well, was bad. Here's my thing: Chaney looks like a genius sometimes in the game, and then the exact same time, the other half of the game, it's just like question marks everywhere. I mean, our offense was—I mean, our offense wasn't that great tonight. We only scored ten points, obviously, but we got in the red zone. I think five times. I think we were two for five on in two the red five. zone. It's like I mean, in a seven-point game. In a seven, yeah. So I mean, you know, you get some points in a couple of those. You know, you win the game. But again, uh, more, a lot of credit to the defense. Uh, they played lights out. I mean, besides that one, I know it's easy to say that one seventy-yard touchdown, but other than that, they played really, really well. Um, all things considered. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they were there. Dak's been tearing everybody up, you know, moving the ball. And uh, holding the 17 – if you had told me before the game we'd hold Mississippi State to 17 points, mm-hmm. I would have taken it and I would have chalked the win up. Uh, and But, you know, give them credit. They executed when they had to, and they took advantage of the one bust when they found it. Yeah, I think Brooks Ellis being back helped a lot. Um, the kid mm-hmm. got a pick, obviously, against Dak. Um, Dak was playing a little different. Uh, he actually threw a couple picks, which is un-Dak-like. Um, but Brooks uh, played a good game with that pick. He had a couple big stops as well. Um, and obviously he's the he's the heart of that defense, it looks like. They look like a totally different unit with him out there. Um, glad to have him back. Uh, you know, defense is going to keep us in some games uh, going forward. They have. Yeah, they have already. So it's just going to take some breaks and getting some points on the board to make it happen. Mississippi State, they haven't scored less than 30 all year, and we held them to 17. And uh, Dak had some interceptions, but you got to credit the defensive line and uh, getting pressure on Dak, especially the first half. They mm-hmm. had pressure on him pretty much yeah. you know, every play. I was surprised at how we uh, stopped Josh Robinson. They only had 128 yeah. yards total rushing. Um, uh, Dak had about – I think Dak had half that, and Josh had the other half. It was about even, about 64-61, I think. Um, so that was good, you know. Defense again. I really can't. I, I can't really hate on it. I mean, that one busted coverage. I mean, that looked bad, but you know, it it happens. I mean, it happens. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't let that happen. Obviously, looking going forward, but you know, same time you held to seventeen, you probably should win that game. Um, we got and I, I, I feel bad. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the defense because they played such a good game and mm-hmm. you don't get the W. Yeah, they played well enough to beat uh, Alabama and Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost the A and M game, but you know. 
even then, though, the way they were playing at the time, mm-hmm. they but yeah, they surrendered them so quick. Yeah, yeah it was like twenty one points, like three minutes. It felt like or twenty seconds, really, is what it felt mm-hmm. like. But you know, offense got to play better. I mean, uh, I, I mean, again, I feel like we abandoned the run a little bit uh, with Alex Collins averaging five point six yards a carry. I feel like you go to the well there. Uh, I'm glad that Alex Collins got out of his funk. Uh, obviously, he hasn't been playing very well. Uh, even against UAB, he kind of got it back a little bit, but he still wasn't looking like your normal Alex Collins. But he looked good tonight. Uh, still a little slow. He got that breakaway uh, and let that uh, Mississippi State back or uh, secondary guy catch him. That kind of hey, sucked. But this yeah. is where you, uh, this is where you really miss Corliss Marshall. Yeah. Jay Will's a little banged up today, and uh, you didn't have that second back. Or you know, if that'd been Corliss Marshall, that'd been a touchdown. Oh yeah, there's but... no way they catch Corliss Marshall there. He's He'd gone still for be days. Running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, we held their rushing to 128 yards. They threw for 331, but, I mean, Dak threw two picks, so that helped a lot. Um, we had 21 first downs. We dominated time possession. We had 38. We had the ball for 38 minutes and 46 seconds, so that helped slow down their offense quite a bit. But we would get we would we would drive down the field quite a bit. Just couldn't get to the we couldn't get points when we got to the red zone. Um, obviously, two of five is not very good. Missed a field goal, but that didn't really hurt us too much because we couldn't have scored again anyway. Um, I did like they brought Duop in for some Wildcat action. Um, I really like Duop a lot. I like we're trying to get him involved. Um, he didn't really get any. Uh, he was going to throw on that one play, but they busted it, and he uh, he ran for a first down, which was good. I liked that. Um, so yeah, that was that was promising. Mm-hmm. Saw some wild hog package stuff like that, hog, yeah. which was effective. I think the two or three times they they ran it. Mm-hmm. So you know, Cheney. Again, he's good sometimes and really bad sometimes. I just wish he'd be more consistent. I wish he'd be mediocre all the time or above Mm -hmm. average all the time. Instead, I just always think back to the dark night. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Joker Chaney. And that's Chaney all the time. I think Brett Bielema is kind of getting – I don't know because at halftime he said we got to get better on first down or play calling, so it's kind of – yeah, well, yeah. Like 18 straight throws on first down. Really? Well, yeah. I think I like throwing on first down sometimes. Like it's good to mix it up, but at the same time, Alex Collins is averaging five yards a carry. Give the dude the rock. I mean, I, that seems like pretty obvious to me. But Hunter Henry had seven targets, but I mean, he still got. I think you got to give him the ball more than that. I think. Man, I'm uh-huh. looking. I'm looking for the tight ends on every play. Like, I'll, I'll, like wide right receivers are my second option. I'm finding AJ Derby and, and Hunter Henry every play. If I'm throwing. Derby only had one catch or six yards. Yeah, Hunter Henry stepped up, man. That last drive was going to be mythical if we ended up scoring because Hunter Henry saved the day multiple, two times on there. Um, but obviously, we threw the pick there. I don't. That's, I don't know how you don't look at him at some point. You see him make two catches that are absurd, and. Then you're throwing a fade in the end zone, tight man coverage. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the guy, give the guy credit, he made a big play, but he wasn't remotely open. No, it was and, under it was underthrown. He wasn't open. And we don't really have that guy in the end zone you just go to to throw it up to anyway. Right. We don't, you don't got a Greg Childs out there to throw it to. It anymore. was a poor decision all the way around. It was just bad all the way around. Bad throw, bad play call, bad. That was I can't really blame that completely on Chaney, but, you know. I'm going to try. No, anyway. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try to. anyway. But, I mean, you know. yeah, BA under Noodle armed it a little bit, but uh, Cheney put us in that position in the first place. So yeah, I mean, if I if I BA, I see he's covered. I just throw it over his head. He got three more tries. Right, and so, a timeout. And a timeout. See, that's what I'm saying. BP did that stuff too, where we had a timeout in the in the Sugar Bowl and never tried to run the ball. I mean, it's same. I mean, Nile was killing in that game, and then this game we got Collins who's averaging five yards a carry. I give him a shot with a timeout left. You know, what are you going to do with that timeout after you throw a pick? Not much. I mean, it's over now. <laughs> Give it a shot. Give your backs a shot and see what happens. Um, but it's easy to say that now, obviously. But and on our on our passing game, we I think I count like three times I hit the middle of the field and three times something good happened. We hit yep. Hunter Henry over the car. You know, you got to hit that middle of the field. And it's like 
I don't know why they keep passing toward the sidelines. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm yeah. I've noticed. Not. I've noticed that a lot this season. When we throw to the middle of the field. Good things happen for the most part, but we we do seem to throw towards the sidelines on both sides a lot. Um, I don't know yeah, if that's. I don't know if that's what they're giving us or what, but yeah, I don't know if like Brandon Allen just kind of that's just kind of safety net or you know I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to tell, you know. Um, but yeah, rough game, you know. Lost seventeen to ten. It's good, you know. I don't think any of us thought that we were even going to hang in that game, but we led. Absolutely for, not. We yeah. led for most of it and had every again every opportunity to win the game and just just couldn't do it, you know. I know it's you keep saying that these moral victories, but you know. We gotta win a game eventually, and I really think it's coming. I know, I know, I've said that. I said that after AM, and M. Said that after Bama, but I mean, it's gotta happen eventually, surely. This really team is. I'll go ahead, Coles. I said this team is so much better than they were last year, and it's just kind of tough. They can't get rewarded for it, and I think they're gonna do it, like Logan said. But it's just like I just wonder how much they can handle more that you know with all these losses, eventually are they going to break or are they going to keep on coming out playing with the same intensity? Because mm-hmm. they played, I mean, they played hard tonight. Yeah, I will sure. say this, like, even after all these close losses, they haven't given up, obviously, number one team in the country, and they they laid it out on the field. I don't I don't think we had any any, any indication that nobody wasn't trying out there. They, they were laying it out there. Yeah, I thought they kind of quit, uh, not quit against Georgia because they came back out, but I thought that they didn't really bounce back in that first half and respond, mm-hmm. and that, that wasn't a great sign. But tonight, that wasn't the case at all. This is again, it's hard to win on the road. It's hard to win against number one. Hard to win against Dak. It's hard to win when Jim Cheney's your offensive coordinator, as we're finding out. <laughs> What's Jim Cheney's record now in the SEC? Like two and thirty? Oh, astronomically bad. It's Jesus. not good. It's not good. Um, you know, and that brings us to the record. We're four and five, zero and five in the SEC. Obviously, it's not optimal. And I think a lot of people might have even predicted that before the season. Uh-huh. The problem is, with that, if you just looked at the scores and you didn't know exactly what happened, you would still sort of say, you know, Auburn drilled us. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how do you how do you hang in there with Alabama? Georgia got us pretty good, but man, you you would still think. But you're even closer than the scores when you watch the games. I think we led in all those games yeah, except Auburn. Yeah, I agree. It's just you know we. We gotta learn how to finish. Uh, you know, um, we're right there. We're, like like Colby said, we're way better than we were last season. But our record—I mean, we're one game better than last season. But it's very—it's very possible that we could lose out. I mean, it's possible. That's three three straight quality SEC teams. Um, you know, LSU beat Ole Miss. They're obviously a good team. Ole Miss, obviously a good team. They beat Alabama. Uh, Missouri's a uh, the second or first best team now in the SEC East after Georgia. They're first, lost. I think. They're first now. So you know, um, and we got drilled by Georgia. So. Um, We've gotten better, just, you know, the wind column's not going to get much better, unfortunately. Yeah, and, you know, that's sort of the problem. And the Mississippi State, that's a team that traditionally, when we're really good, we uh, we tend to beat them. We've now lost a uh, – there's a – it's the third straight loss in the series, uh, dating back to the first three times we played them, 1916, 1939, 1992. Uh, but we, this is a series we've dominated. But obviously the last three years we've had losing records and lost all the games. So Mississippi State traditionally, when we reach a bowl or have seven or eight wins, that's a team that we have to beat. Obviously, it's a little different this year with them being so good, but it's um, it sort of shows you how strong the West is this year mm-hmm. and how different it is than past years. Definitely not for the week. No, no, it's a bad year to be rebuilding. Obviously, last year we won three games, and you know expectations were already low, but it's like we're so much better. But the West is so good that it's hard to win games. Even when, even with the improvement that we did from last season to this season, it's still – the West is rough, man. It's a gauntlet. Um, I guess uh, 
I mean, that's going to wrap up our Mississippi State. I mean, I don't know. You guys got anything else to say about it? Uh, I've got a sort of a comp. I kind of feel like Mississippi State's got some 1998 Tennessee magic left in. They haven't gotten a stern over yet, but it seems like they've they haven't really gotten to the part where they they've got these breaks yet. Tonight was a break, uh, but they they look really good elsewhere. They've got some big games remaining, Alabama and Ole Miss and things like that. But they've uh, they just they find a way to get it done. And um, that's that's frustrating when you're on the other side. Yeah, I mean, did you guys? I mean, I mean, I know I was pulling this, but after those two big catches by Henry, did you guys not feel some magic? Like, felt like it was gonna happen. I sure. thought we were gonna score. I mean, I really felt like this was the this was the turning point. Like, I really felt good about it, and then obviously it didn't happen. Um, you know, we got a bye week, which again, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Uh, I really wish we could play on Saturday and get that bad taste out of our mouth, but maybe that'll help us. We got two weeks to prepare for LSU. I think LSU plays Bama the week before they play us, correct? Is that right? LSU plays – let me check. I think we'll, we'll get to that in the SEC roundup. Yeah, I think that's who they play, so that might benefit us. We'll talk about that with our – I don't guess we're going to preview LSU game in this episode. We'll talk no. about that next week. Um, so, yeah, rough game, guys. Rough rough day to be a Hog fan again, but good things are coming, I believe. I really, I really do believe that. I've said that all year. Uh, it's just rough right now. I, I, I just hope – every- Go ahead, Colby. I just – I hope everybody stays patient and uh, – you know, hopefully they can get a win and get some momentum going into next year. Even if it's just one conference win, I think this team kind of breaks through next year. And that's, it's kind of bad. I kind of looked on Twitter. I knew it was a bad idea, and you're seeing all these people actually tagging Brandon Allen or players in there, and hmm. it's like, come on, guys. I mean, no, yeah, I saw I saw some uh, people tweeting about firing Bielema and trading Brandon Allen because you can trade in the NCA apparently. Um, Which we've talked about. We before. have we have talked about it. We need to get to our trade. We'll get to our trading conversation next weekend uh, on the podcast. But, uh, you know, I mean, you see the improvement. Obviously, it's easy to to say now, you know, how how these things we should be winning. But, I mean, it's tough, man. That's the number one team in the country. Are you going into that game? I mean, even us, like all of us predicted Mississippi State to win and win pretty big. Um, but we were there. We had every shot to win, and, you know, we just didn't come up with it. You can't really bash the players. They played their heart out, you know. I mean, think about this. Like, if they want to get five wins, even before the season, they would have to actually get an upset or two. It did get six wins. They're going to get three. Texas Tech were not favored. So, I mean, that's where we're at. We actually have to get an upset. Yeah, we've won, five or six. we've won every game we were favored in. Um, yeah. So, I mean, he's won the games he's supposed to. Unfortunately, it was only four of them. So, you know. Yeah. And none of them were a conference game. Uh, so, we're going to upset somebody. It's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. I think in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, LSU, I mean, that's probably one of our better chances, I guess. Ole Miss looks still pretty good, even though they lost to Auburn. LSU does play Alabama next week. So, yeah, I mean, maybe Bama can beat them up a little bit. That's two straight physical games. That might get to get to a team. We'll have two and, weeks to rest. And, of course, we'll talk about it, but we're, a little, we're better at the uh, stopping the run than we are the pass. So. I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that completely. We actually slowed down Mississippi State's rushing game pretty good. So, Hey, how banged up do y'all think Dak was tonight? I know limp, early on he was limping, but he looked pretty good later in the game. Yeah, he I think like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think he got better on as the game went. At first, you know, I was like, he might not make it through the game, and then mm-hmm. he, he stopped limping, I guess probably after the first quarter, kind of when he, they started doing some uh, quarterback runs with him. You know, I mean, I'm sure he's banged up a bit. You know, a lot of play for, people are banged up. Jonathan Williams is banged up this game. and uh, and he, But he was still running, you know, the ball, and he had like 50 or 60 yards. So, I, you know, I don't know. I bet what happened was, I bet they didn't practice him all week, and he kept him on that boot, tried to keep him safe. And I bet he's had to loosen it up. You know what I mean? Those first yeah. couple of plays, he's probably been in a boot all week. Dan Mullen's not about to ruin his uh, season uh, trying to get Dak hurt in some practice. So I mm-hmm. bet he didn't practice much. I mean, this yeah. is all speculation, of course. But if I had to guess, 
Because he got better as the game went on. Mm-hmm. He did not look as limp in the third and fourth quarter as he did in that first quarter. He looked pretty daggum He looked pretty me. swift to me. So yeah. I, what I guess is he needed some time to, to limber up and get loose because uh, he probably hasn't played in probably a week, you know, since the last game. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, it, he looked bad the first quarter, uh, but he got definitely better as the game went on. He was, he was averaging like five yards a carry, I feel like, in the second half. He was falling and, out. And one more thing before we get off the Mississippi State game, and it's probably, you know, depressed. I mean, it's depressing, but it was almost like it was the last year Arkansas-Mississippi uh, State game, almost the exact same score where Arkansas was coming back and going to tie the game, sent in overtime, and then maybe win 24-17 or maybe get a two-point conversion. Because wasn't the score last year 24-17? 24-17, that's right. Yeah, so, I mean, They scored was, on the first play of overtime and yes, uh, it, we went four and out. This is almost looking, you know, like, hey, maybe this will happen our way, but, you know, of course it didn't. It didn't work out. I mean, oh, uh, no, another note from the game. Logan and I watched it together here in the Rock, and um, we were so we're so paranoid about Penn Wagers showing up and giving us the screw that we were seeing Penn Wagers everywhere. We thought Penn was at the Mississippi State game. They went to, we went to the Old Miss oh, game. Um, and we thought Penn was there. I think the SEC is strategically putting uh, Penn Wagers doppelgangers all around the league because I swear he was at the Auburn game, he was at the Arkansas game, he was everywhere. Tonight. I saw that mug at the Oklahoma game. He's not even a Big Twelve official. He was but, everywhere tonight, man. I started cloning that mug. Yeah. <laughs> we love terrible officiating. We're going to have a pin wagers in every city. This is terrible. It was incredible. So uh, I think we got some questions from Hog fans, right? Uh, hogfans.net, Colby? Yeah, let me. Um, uh, actually, the first question was Shag wanted to talk about, uh, wanted us to talk about a, a little bit about basketball. Shut up, um, Shag. And so I figured we'd go around. I know we're going to have a preview in a, co- or a week or two about the basketball team, but we can kind of give a brief like breakdown of kind of what we see, you know, uh, how things are going to turn out, kind yeah. of. Yeah, we can touch on it. I know we're going. I know yeah. I'm going to the uh, scrimmage on tomorrow, actually. And uh, we, we, I didn't go to the actual red white game in Fayetteville, but I saw some stats. Chuck, you want to go ahead? On what? Uh, basketball preview. Let's do it. Let's go for it. You, you got it. You want to talk first, Trey? Uh, well, I think basketball. If we don't finish third or better, then uh, that'll be a huge disappointment. I mean, you pretty much replaced everybody that you lost last year. You got a better Bobby Portis, at least in theory. You can have some uh, good, better guard play. And uh, the SEC probably won't be as good. Kentucky will be strong. Florida lost a lot. But you've got a situation where, you know, Mike is a year ahead of Brett. And uh, it's now or never. It's, it, it is time to put up or shut up. And I know he's a competitive guy. And I know he's ready to win. But it, it needs to start translating on the court. This is his third year. This is his fourth year. Logan? Yes. Was third, third, third year. year. Yeah. Third year. Fourth yeah. year. Fourth year, yeah. It's fourth been year. so long. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's reasonable to expect the NCAA tournament, and I'm talking 23, 24 wins. Uh, schedule looks fine, but it's, it's just I feel like we can play any way that we need to play. We can go big with Portis, Trey Thompson, uh, Moses Kingsley. We can go small. Yeah, I, I like what I saw from Anton Beard the other night. He's he, he looked the other night exactly what I expected he was going to do, which is everything that we need, a ball handler and a shooter. He actually made the most threes on the team as a freshman, which I will definitely take that. Um, you know, I agree with Chuck. I mean, anything lower than third is a disappointment. I think uh, I could see us finishing second, honestly. <laughs> I really want to say we just go ahead and win the conference, but Kentucky, they brought back a lot of guys that obviously uh, Calipari recruits on a really high level, so they're going to be talented again. 
Um, I they're can not, see, and they're not over the salary cap yet. And they're not under the salary cap. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't know how Calipari gets his money. Good job, Cal. <laughs> good job, Cal. Um, but yeah, I could see us beating Calipari head to head, but still probably not beating them in the SEC record wise because we'll probably lose somebody we're not supposed to. SEC but. always going to keep Kentucky in the game. Oh yeah, Penn Wagers on the scene. <laughs> let me tell you, Penn Wagers just walked out of Logan's bathroom. Oh yeah, he's here, man. Um, but yeah, I uh, I saw the stats from the scrimmage and saw some highlights. Uh, we definitely addressed the need at guard. Uh, you know, Beard's great, obviously. Hopefully he can produce in the SEC as a freshman. That would be a key. Uh, we got Durham as well. I don't know I don't even know what his first name is, but the guy apparently is an assist machine, uh, which is something we need. We need somebody that can uh, create uh, offense, um, which, you know, last season we had Madden trying to be a guard, and he's really not that dude, uh, you know. Uh, so with him creating, and he can score as well. I think he had like 15 points uh, in the scrimmage. That's going to help a lot. That's going to be the key to me. I know Portis has gotten better, but us having two guards that should play is going to be really beneficial to our team. Uh, just being able to create offense. Uh, Portis has gotten better, obviously, as we talked about. He's going to be tough to beat. Um, I know he put on some pounds, worked on his jumper, and he's got some post moves now, apparently, which is good. We need that. Um, we're going to be tough, man. I think I think, I think think Mike breaks through. I think he gets to the tournament. Um, so hopefully we can make a run. We'll see. Colby, what you got? Yeah, uh, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I do love how we kind of address the guard situation, uh, Durham or uh, Beard coming out. I think you just have so many combinations, kind of like Chuck was talking about. And uh, what I love is you can put Madden at the two guard. First of all, that kind of helps you. Don't have, sometimes don't have the best defender because another two guards guarding you. And of course, you know that's usually your best scorer, so he have more opportunity to score. It, it was hard on him a lot of times when he was dribbling up the court and having to make a play. It's going to be a little easier for him to catch the defense off guard. Um, and then you can always put. Um, I mean, you can go small like Chuck was saying. You can put Kingsley and Portis. I mean, I just think they got a lot of combinations depending on who they play, situations. Um, I'm thinking – I think we got can win 24-25 this year maybe, uh, you know, not only make tournament, I think, you know, maybe can get a win or two. Well, yeah, once you get in the tournament, you can make a run. And we, we've got the depth, I think, now. I think we, we're probably going to play 10 or 11 guys next year, which is incredible. That's going to help a lot. Um, so, yeah, I hope they make a run. Uh, we just can't lose the games that we're supposed to win. I know we lost. We had a couple of real bad losses down the stretch last year because we had made the tournament last year mm-hmm. without a couple of those bad losses in South Carolina and Alabama. So I know we took care of business against the people, against some good teams like Kentucky, but at the same time, you gotta you got to get up for those games you're supposed to win too. You can't go out there and lay an egg against South Carolina. It, you know, is it, actually I, I just kind of was thinking about this. It was like with Mike Anderson, his first two years, he couldn't get the road win. And that's kind of how the football team just can't get an SEC win. And, <laughs> we just can't get a win in general. <laughs> exactly. We stay well, losing. And, and he kind of broke through, and it, it, I know they only won, I think, three road games. But, I mean, three road games in the SEC or any conference is still, you know, accomplishment if you take care of business at home. So I think they've got over that mindset, and I think they're going to uh, – continue to win, you know, win some road games, and then, you know, Bud Walton just a tough place to play. I, I expect them to, uh, you know, that continue to be a tough place to play for other teams. Yeah, I like how our non-conference schedule works out, too. We get some true tests early on to give us mm-hmm. some practice. I know we got SMU on the road. Uh, Larry Brown's obviously a great coach. Uh, they're a pretty good team as well. That'll be a tough one. We go to Iowa State. That's a really tough road game. <laughs> Iowa State's really legit. I think they're ranked in the top 25 right now, and yeah. it's one of the hardest places to play. Uh, we got Dayton coming to Bud Walton, I believe. That's a tough game as well. Wake Forest. And we got Wake Forest coming. Most of the five-star matchups. There's no more Morgan State like the Pelfrey era where we hmm. can't even beat those guys. Um, obviously, I like to throw the shade at Pelfrey because uh, I can because he's bad. But, you know. Um, he was bad. He was real bad. So. He's somebody else's problem now. Exactly. And I think all those teams would finish high up in the SEC that we're going to play in the non-conference. So that will give us some tests to get us ready for uh, the SEC because, I mean, top to bottom, the SEC is not a super strong conference. So – you can beat some of those guys. You're going to do well in the SEC. 
Um, we we had another question from Hog fans. Or, uh, do y'all want to talk more on basketball? Or I think sure, sure, go for it. Whatever he's got. Whatever he's got. Okay, well, this wasn't basketball. It was actually a recruiting question. I could mm. I figured we'd touch on recruiting a little bit before we went. When see uh, uh, happy uh, twenty four asked kind of about Petway. He he's seen he was recruited as an athlete. Um, he wants to know, I guess, if he might play safety or wide receiver. Um, from what I've heard is it's kind of up in the air. I guess it depends off they get Dominique Reed or how the re- receiver position's looking, and if they need more help safety. Also, wouldn't be surprised if you know um, they could add some weight on him. He's got the frame to add maybe you know a little more weight and maybe play outside linebacker. So I could see it happen either way. I don't know if either one of y'all have heard. Well, kind of. Let me tell you right now, he can come for the LSU game and replace Rohan Gaines right now. Right now, he might have a playoff game that Friday. That's fine. It'll probably be a six o'clock kickoff. Get sleep in, young man. We'll get you Rohan's uniform. Look, you get you a Razorback jersey and you play on Saturday. Let me tell you it, that. You know, it'd be nice to have a six-three uh, uh, safety back there. I mean, <laughs> what is Rohan Gaines? Uh, what is he? Probably five ten. Yeah, he's not very big or good, but it you would know. be nice to have a. It's hard uh, to tell how tall he is because receivers are always running past him so quickly. <laughs> like, there's no telling. No. He might be five ten. He might be six four. I can't tell you. I hate it for yep. Rohan because he's had a couple big hits, but I mean they, they do pick on him a lot. They go to him a lot. I know Georgia went to him early, and Mississippi but, State went to him a few times tonight too. And, but tonight and, it was Alan Turner blowing that coverage, which yeah, was yeah. unlike him. Yeah, very unlike Alan Turner. But yeah, I mean obviously we have a needed wide receiver as well. Um, so I, don't, I honestly don't know. I'd like to have a wide receiver. Um, obviously a bigger body there would be great. Um, so we'll just have to see. I mean it depends on who we recruit and on the on the in the secondary as well. And, and Petway's playing uh, some safety now, and he's – I forgot how many interceptions. Chuck probably – he knows yeah, a little better than I do. The but, night, I think. Yeah, and you got a safety back there that runs 4-4 four, four speed. I, it is like y'all are saying. It just kind of depends. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on a lot. Uh, Dominic Reed, if, if – uh, um, how are things work out with him if we end up getting him? Florida actually offered him this week. so yeah, If we get Dominique Reed and K.J. Hill, obviously, we might need less of a need for him at wide yeah. receiver. But at the same time, you can never have too many real good wide receivers. So, And obviously our offense needs some help. As Is well. that Bobby Petrino? <laughs> BP, hey, hey, I'd love to be BP. That's fine with me. I'll say this for Petway. If, if he does come and he ends up playing receiver – Cheney can't wait to underutilize him, so oh, we might he might be better off going to hey, safety we'll, anyway. We'll give that mug a sweet play though. Let me tell you, <laughs> we're gonna run some wild hog with Petway. Wild hog with Petway. He's gonna while throw a shotgun. While we're on recruiting, um, Derek Graham, hit linebacker out of uh, Florida, will be announcing the fourth. I think that is a it's Tuesday. Um, looking really good for Arkansas. I think uh, hmm. Florida's kind of a dumpster fire, and um, he's got over twenty offers. Till the um, day, baby. Back in the game, son. Back in the game. So I feel I feel pretty good about Arkansas's chances. Six four, two twenty five, runs a four five. Um, like I said, he's got some pretty big offers: Nebraska, Mississippi State, Florida, Georgia uh, Tech, and Iowa State. So, um, and he's got twenty total offers. So it'd be a nice player to, uh, nice defense player to add on the uh, the commit list. Now, Colby, you were telling me the other day, and Logan as well, that. The year after next is actually shaping up to be just as good, if not better, as this next crop of in-state kids. Uh, you want to talk about that for two minutes? Yeah, you, um, you have Austin Katz, McTelvin, Ajum. Uh, you got Casey Ford out of Bentonville. Um, I can't think of his name out of Fort Smith, the linebacker Hargrove, maybe from Southside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Southside, and so I think there's five players uh, according to twenty-four-seven. Uh, They're ranked four uh, four stars. And uh, what's really encouraging is Arkansas really don't produce many uh, defensive recruits, and the t- uh, three of the five uh, are uh, maybe four of the five are defensive recruits. So 
Um, McTelvin's already got quite a bit of offers. I know he's got Oklahoma. I think he's got an Alabama offer. Austin Capps, a big recruit on the defensive line. Um, Have you seen any? You haven't seen him play, have you, Chuck? Uh, That class, no. I've seen Ty Story. I've seen KJ Hill. I saw, uh, forgetting a good one coming in. Oh, I I was going to go see uh, Deion Stewart back in week three, but Mm -hmm. I didn't. I was going to do that, but I didn't, so that makes sense. Uh, but, no, the next class I haven't really, but uh, I'm excited to maybe the possibility. Maybe in the playoffs this year I'll end up running into their path. It looks like – another one I forgot is John Tate out of Pine Bluff. He's actually the third over one. I know Alabama's showing interest in him. And I actually got – it's John Trey Hardwick. I got his name. So he's actually from North – plays at North, for Northside. Mm. Not south side. I will say it's super impressive that we're going to get probably back-to-back top 15 classes winning three and four games in a season. That's probably, probably unheard of. I don't think many other teams can do that. Winning, not winning a conference game in two years. But I'll take it. Bird's making that play at least. Well, if you, if you get the 2000, if you keep this class intact, you get 2016 in class, uh, 16 class, uh, most of them, which I already got Jordan Jones committed, which he's a big time receiver. Uh, big things will happen. I, I promise you that at, at, at Fayetteville. Eventually, we're just going to have too much talent to where we're just going to get over the hump. And being a Razorback means too much to K.J. Hill, Will Gregg, and that group. So they, they're they really going to take some extra pride in that uniform, in that helmet, Houston. No. Yeah, I could see that uh, Gregg, K.J. Hill class being very similar to that Joe Adams, uh, Jarius Wright class, where they just go ham and all over the SEC. At least I the, hope so. The best teams from Arkansas, and you can look in history – the best player, the best teams they have is when they get the in-state players and they produce. I mean, you look at the 2010 team and 2011 team. You look at the uh, 2006 team. I mean, there are Arkansas players out there making all the plays. I mean, that's what's going to so, take. I mean, Arkansas, we never, we haven't historically recruited very well outside the state, so it's going to take a you know a lot of talent coming out of the state to really get over the hump. I feel like, and I, we got we got some talented players coming up to the hill with Greg and Hill in that in that class. So that's good. So that's why I feel really good about the future. Not only I feel the defense is getting a lot better, and that's kind of been what's mm-hmm. prevented Arkansas from getting over the hump from maybe winning a BCS game or well, SEC championship game. Defense, and I feel like we're in that we're going heading the right direction there. Yeah, the defense kept us in games. I mean, you can't really blame them. Um, I mean, 17 points, you should probably win that game. Uh, holding Mississippi State to that low, obviously we didn't, but. You know, I can't really hate on the defense. What Rob Smith and his his defensive staff has done is is impressive. I mean, the, the jump from last year's defense to this is incredible. I agree completely. we got to find a way to coax more points out, and we had the opportunities tonight. You know, last year we didn't really have those opportunities. So if you just look at it from that aspect, it's, it's better. We're moving it between the 20s. Uh, tonight was just sort of the microcosm. And you really dwell on it because you were such – it's a seven-point game. If you just score one touchdown, you're even. If you score two, you know, a field goal and a touchdown, then you win a ball game, and you've got the biggest win we've had in some time at the University of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So, you know. You have to give a Mississippi State credit. We heard before the game they give up yards, but they're the best. I think they're ranked the red best zone. Uh, red zone defense, and they sure showed it tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Most I definitely. agree. I, I'm a believer now. Yeah, us being yeah. two involved in the red zone is making me believe. Yeah, exactly. Now, again, some of that was self-annihilation, uh, sweeps and uh, shotgun draws and things like that. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's a reason for all that. I would love to hear the reason for that. Uh, but it is what it is. And uh, we lost the game. And, that's, again, it's a, tough, it's a game that we would need to play pretty close to perfect. not perfect. We'd have to play really well to win. And we just didn't play well enough, and that's part of it. 
And that, uh, we keep going back to Mississippi State game, but I just thought about that one possession where Alex Collins had the long run, and we got oh, was that God. the same one we got the penalty, the two yeah. penalties. Well, we no, had a couple drives where we got penalties. And, oh, we uh, had that we had that bad penalty. I don't really think it should have been a personal foul. We had uh, yeah. that one on Drew Morgan where uh, they were trying to bend. They were trying Brandon to snap Brandon Allen in half, and, and Drew Morgan tried to protect his dude, and Penn Wagers decided that was a personal foul. <laughs> so, I mean, again, Drew shouldn't have came and pushed the dude, but at the same time, Mississippi State was trying to, you know, bend Brandon Allen in half. So, I mean, I don't, I don't like that too much. That that put us behind the sticks and hurt that drive. But it is what it is. I mean, we still should have won. We've still had a shot to win the game even after that. So the thing that bothered me about it is that they saw the state defender twisting Brandon into a pretzel. Uh, he's he's so, right there. Yeah, he's right there. He's looking right at the play. Penn Wager saw everything, and he was texting me about it in the group text. <laughs> and uh, so he, he saw it do it, and then Morton just comes up and pushes the guy. It's not like he was trying to. And then he jumps in. It, you know, trying to be a hero or something, you know, get control of the game before it gets to that point, and you don't have to worry about that. But he didn't, and Arkansas took the the beating on that. Well, guys, how do you guys feel? I guess we need to go around and kind of get a season outlook. You know, we're four and five. We got three conference games left. Uh, the schedule actually gets lighter now uh, compared to what it has been. <laughs> I mean, it does. I mean, I mean, LSU is not yeah. ranked in the top ten. Ole Miss, after losing, won't be in the top ten, and Missouri shouldn't be in the top ten. So. We go from five straight top ten matchups to, I, I mean, on paper, more winnable games. Doesn't mean we're going to win, but, I mean, it looks better on paper than the previous five. So, Colby, what you got? Uh, I mean, it was kind of like what I had last week, my thoughts. Um, I didn't think we were going to be Mississippi State, so I figured we'd have to win the last two out of three to get to bow, uh, to get to bow game. I, I still think it's uh, possible. If we can win before going in Missouri, if we can still the LSU game or the Ole Miss game going into Missouri, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I, I think we finish five and seven. I just LSU seems to have rediscovered themselves. Ole Miss is going to be they could be now. I can see that one cutting either way. They could be reeling, or they could come in with a renewed vigor and try to get themselves back in the SEC hunt. I just. I've been burned too many times. I don't know if I can love again. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never recover. I think we'll beat Missouri, snap the streak, sort of end the season on a high note, and see in 2015. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and make the bold uh, prediction that we actually win our last three. Whoa! A lot of people aren't gonna like that one, but uh, you know, if we keep playing like we have been, uh, like we played in the Mississippi State game. Um, the schedule. I don't think anybody on our schedule is as good as Mississippi State. Maybe Ole Miss. And uh, we get Ole Miss and LSU at home. Ole Miss actually banged up, too. I know Treadwell's probably going to be out. They already got Kim Dietschy out. And I'm hoping the Bull Wallace-Hugh Freeze reality show is already going live at that point. That's uh, where that becomes a more winnable game. But what, go ahead. Sorry, Logan. No, go ahead. I, what I do feel good about L, or Ole Miss is uh, teams have been able to run on them. That's uh, their weakness, and they're kind of, like you're saying, banged up, uh, you know, Feeling, feeling a little better about that game, yeah. I agree. Yeah, our defense is probably going to keep us in all three of those games. Matty yeah. Mock didn't impress me. LSU's going to run the ball a lot, but we can stop the run fairly well. I don't think they have a running back as good as Josh Robinson, and we held him to like 70 yards rushing. So, um, Listen, that's great that you all think that Ole Miss is vulnerable on the ground. We're going to throw it 55 times in that game. <laughs> that's a good point, though. I mean, I mean, we can, uh, yeah, we can have college averaging six yards a carry. I throw the ball 60 times. Uh, you know, that's like you tell me your car gets monster gas mileage, but I'm out here walking. It, it, you know, it, that sounds wonderful on paper, but, um, you know, that's just sort of how it is. You want to do SEC Roundup for next week? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, go ahead, Charlie. What do we got? All right, well, Arkansas is obviously off. Thanks. Looks like the – All right, so we got Arkansas versus Bow. I think we win by seven. 
I'm gonna well, yeah. We'll, what's the line on that game, Colby? Is that a conference win, Chuck? We count that in the in the win column. I think, I think Arkansas is uh, favored by 35. <laughs> 35. I think we cover that spread. <laughs> hey, we did cover the spread against State. That's we good. did. We're the Vegas Bay darlings. So in your face, Vegas. Yeah. Y'all looks like the big game is gonna be uh, LSU, Alabama, in Red Stick. Give me Alabama. Ooh, give me a score. Uh, Bama's gonna score about 30. I'm gonna say like 30-17, Bama. Coles. Mm, 35-21, Alabama. Mm. Uh, it's at Alabama, right? It's in uh, Blatton Rouge, Death Valley. Ooh. Have they announced the game time? I don't think uh, they have. I, I'm going to make a prediction regardless of the game time. Those <laughs> Cajuns will be drunk. <laughs> it doesn't matter, yeah. It They're going to be drunk regardless. 11 a.m. kickoff, 7 45 kickoff. They're drunk gonna as hell. They're going to be wasted. Yeah. Actually, a later kickoff may work against them because they'll be passed out. They're probably going to be yeah, completely passed out. Uh, that's the big game. The other here's kind of an interesting little contest. Georgia travels to Lexington to play Kentucky. I don't know if they'll win that game, but I really want Kentucky to win that game. I don't care if that makes us look worse or not. I really like Mark Stoops what he's doing. Is it in Athens? It's in Lexington. It's in Kentucky. Give me tolls. Give me Kentucky. Woo! Give it to me. I can see them self-destructing after that loss to uh, Florida. Florida and Muschamp. Yeah, because Florida's not very good either. I guess Muschamp got him up for that game, but. We'll see what happens. I, I'm getting Kentucky. Kobe? Uh, I'm going to take Georgia. I think they bounce back. Uh, um, 24-20. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I, I think Georgia, too. They've got more talent. I don't think they lose two in a row too much under Rick. I do think it's close. Give me 26-24 dogs. Yeah, I do think Georgia's more talented. I definitely do. I just I just really hope Tolls lights them up for some reason. I just really like Mark Stoops. Here's a game that looked better about a month ago. Texas A&M travels to the Plains to play Auburn, and you could give me Auburn and all the points, and I'm still taking Auburn. Yeah, yeah. K, uh, Kenny Trill's out as well. They're gonna they're gonna have that freshman plan. So uh, yeah, give me Auburn at every point possible. A&M looked horrible. I watched some of the game, and they looked they're horrible pitiful. today. And if I could change one game in the schedule, if we could put them. Uh, this week and change Mississippi State because we'd probably lose that anyways. Heaven, I, I would have done. I mean, they just uh, Auburn's just gonna roll from forty two to ten. Maybe I don't know. They get ten. That they could get blanked again. Yeah. Uh, Auburn's gonna score all the points. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Presbyterian and Ole Miss. I don't. Give, know give me Presbyterian. <laughs> <laughs> UT Martin at Mississippi State. Give me UT Martin. Uh. Florida travels to Nashville for Vandy. Everybody aboard the Will Muschamp extension train. No matter who wins, everyone loses. I think I think <laughs> I think Florida wins, but I mean, I guess they're gonna carry Muschamp off the field for that huge win against uh, Vanderbilt. I don't know. Florida wins, but I, don't, I still don't think Florida's that good. I don't know how they beat Georgia. That's amazing to me. It, it gives. I don't know. What to think about the Florida game um, because does it mean they have that much talent? They should be better, or I don't know. They're playing over their heads. I think it almost makes looks or looks or makes Muschamp look worse. But that's just me. Because um, he's been underutilizing that talent yeah, all year. Exactly. Um, I I think Florida wins twenty eight to ten. I'm gonna make another prediction for this game. I will not watch one second of that contest. No, and if yeah. I do, my day has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah, I'm actually not gonna watch any college football next Saturday. I'm just gonna take the hiatus. I'll watch LSU Alabama. Yeah. So I'll sleep in and go eat lunch and then watch some of it. But I'm dodging I'm dodging those other games like the plague. Yeah, I'm actually gonna be on vacation. We're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna do for the podcast next week, actually. Mm, on vacation. Yep. Who told you to go on vacation? I'm going on vacation, bro. You can't stop me. 
I'm about to. <laughs> I'll let you out of your Hogcast contract. Yeah. Well, we got the uh, we got the Valonia scrimmage tomorrow. We'll probably talk about that next week on the show. Get some more insight on basketball. We haven't really seen the team much this year, so it's really hard for us to uh, speak on it. Um, we will have more insight after the game at the scrimmage on Sunday. Uh, Colby, do we got any uh, any more questions for us today? Uh, that was the only two I had. I don't know if y'all had any from Twitter or Facebook. I actually, I was so depressed that I couldn't even type in yeah. my password on any of the yeah. on social networks. So I just decided, you know what, I'm done with that noise. Um, but, you know, we've got three games left in the season. Hopefully we can go bowling this year. Got to get two out of these three. Um, on paper, these next three are easier, so hopefully we can get something done. we got the bye week to get healthy, and hopefully Bama bangs up LSU. That'd be awesome. That would be sweet. Uh, well, anyway, uh, I guess that's been our Mississippi State recap. Obviously, Arkansas is off next week. Got a bye week. Uh, so, in the meantime, we're going to come back. We'll talk a little hoops, a little recruiting. We'll preview the Louisiana State game in Fayetteville. And, uh, as always, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all the feedback. Uh, and just keep it coming. Questions, concerns, comments, we love to hear them. And uh, we'll give you a shout-out on the show if you get with us. Uh, I think that's it for me. I'm Chuck. Yeah, this is Logan. It was good got, having you guys. Colby, you got anything else? Um, we have the special, in a week or two, the special. Uh, pre, we'll have an extra episode preview for the Razorback uh, our basketball team, so be on the lookout for that. And um, Hog fans, just keep the faith. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank if you we guys. get Logan back from vacation. Yeah, dude, going on vacation. <laughs> thanks, guys. See y'all.